بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد إن القرآن الشريف الله سبحانه وتعالى زبيل سورة سورة الجمعة drawing our attention to the importance of the day of Jumu'ah. The day of Jumu'ah is such a day upon which Nabi Ali Salatu Salaam mentioned there is no better day upon which the sun rises like the day of Jumu'ah. Sayyidul Ayyam. This is a, the king and the leader of all the days of the week. So every believer that believes in Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala and Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam for him this day is very exciting. This is a day where he can take from Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala as much as he wants to. It's also a sa'atul ijaba. There's a moment, a time in the day of Jumu'ah where du'as are accepted. So he's searching for that time where du'as will be accepted. As ulama say, that is a time where there's a bargain from Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala. There's a time where he can take as much as possible. So the entire day his mind is focused. One is Durud Sharif, as-salawat ala Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as much as you can read. And the best Durud, Durud Ibrahim, the one we read in Salah, that is the best Durud. There were the short Durud that we can read. Wa sallallahu ala nabiyyir ummi, wa sallallahu ala nabiyyir ummi. These are all mentioned in riwayat, in ahadith. So one is the, the amal of Durud Sharif. And then ulama explained from different ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the amount of reward Allah has kept in this day, the amount of prophets, the amount we can take from Allah tabarak wa ta'ala, that person will take a sunnat ghusl on the day of Jumu'ah. He will take a sunnat bath. And when they say sunnat bath, it refers to the dead ghusl a person takes with which he performs the salat al Jumu'ah. So in between the wuzu doesn't break. So at 11 o'clock, Earlier than that, later than that, but is here as early as possible in the masjid. Because of going to work, that is a different for him altogether. Then he'll have to come to the masjid, he'll have to make wudu. But the real reward is for that ghusl with which a person will perform his salatul jumu'ah. So the riwayat says he makes ghusl and a sunnat ghusl also. A sunnat ghusl, we have to learn how to make a sunnat ghusl. A person enters into the bathroom and there he makes his wudu first. As he will make wudu for salah. So he will make his wudu, use the miswak also completely. And thereafter he will start his ghusl. As sahaba radiyallahu ta'ala anhum, Nabi alayhi salatu salam, every amal of ours, every action we do, whatever it may be, from going to the toilet to relieve ourselves, to building our homes also. Ask ulama ikram, what is the sunnah, what is closest to the sunnah. So we know how to design our homes. Nowadays, possibly it hasn't stuck the mind, but we want to come onto sunnah. But certain things in our life, we don't ask what is the sunnah. What is the sunnah the way of building our home? What is the sunnah the way of making a toilet? So it shows that we have to a certain extent some Islamic sunnahs in our life, but their lifestyle is still borrowed from the kuffar. The design of my home, whether it is Islamic or non-Islamic, so this is a distinction between the two. So my home also should be Islamic home. What is closest to the sunnah? How should I design my bathroom also? Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum, Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, they all used to sit and take a ghusl. 
There's no concept of taking a shower. Just standing in the bathroom, person is unclothed, he stands over there, opens the shower, and all his sunnats are washed away. It's a sunnat way of how to have a bath, how to sit down, when to undress, what dua to decide before undressing. So all these will make my Salatul Jumu'ah and my day of Jumu'ah more valuable. Before removing the clothing, the sunnat dua, Bismillah. Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala has kept our clothing as a parada, as a shield, as a hijab, as a protective veil between us and the shayateen. When we have our clothing on. So we have to remove clothing sometime of the day. So when you remove the clothing, and we don't read the du'as, then a person becomes an open target to shaitan. Then the wasawis, evil thoughts will start, etc. Person now sees his nakedness also, it arouses him. Ulama say for the youngsters especially, when they're having a bath, when they're going to the toilet, when they're undressing, they should not look at their private parts because it will now increase their passions. So undress quickly and change quickly also. So before we remove our garb, Bismillah. Then Allah wa Taala puts a spiritual barrier between us and the shayateen. Then they can't attack us. We all worry about nazar, jadu, etc. When there's no du'as, then shaitan finds an opening now to attack insan. So Bismillah, removing the clothing, the left leg, then the right leg. And removing our kurtas, the left hand, then the right hand. These are all sunnats now. Now we're making our day of Jumu'ah and our life valuable. We know we're so particular when it comes to packing our shelves at home. When it comes to the business, I want it done in a certain way. And if the staff don't do it, how upset they get. And we tell you how many times they didn't tell you. How many times Nabi Ali didn't tell us. How many times Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't command us. Then we get so upset, we want to cut his wages. Here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is tolerating increasing our intake. Allah is giving more. So for us to become conscious, how to take a sunnat bath, a simple thing as a bath can become a great ibadat. Alhamdulillah, we have available in the marketplace, so we have bathroom chairs, buy them, put them in the shower. So we can sit and have a sunnat ghusl. Then see the effect of that. Ulama say this, our wuzu also, if we are not thrifty, we don't save water in a simple amal, simple action like wudu. A person doesn't see water there. We are taught in the different riwayat. A person is making wudu at the riverside. And even there when the water is flowing, if he uses more water than is needed, then even that is called extravagance and israf. Although the water is flowing, but they also don't waste. Use how much you should be using according to sunnah. So ulama say the person who is thrifty in using wudu water, then he will be thrifty in his spending also. And Allah will grant him barakah. The effect of just the, the wuzu, we can imagine now the effect of the ghusl, the effect of the salah thereafter, is a whole ripple effect on my life. So when we're having a bath, then how to sit, then to make complete wudu first, then for a person to wash his private parts first, whether there's impurity or no impurity, then to wash himself, his front, his posterior, and they have to start the ghusl. And to make the niyat also. Ya Allah, I'm making niyat to make a ghusl to perform salah. That is sufficient. That is sufficient now to get the full reward. I'm making ghusl to perform salah. There's a niyat behind it. Now you will get reward for that ghusl. Then the effect of that ghusl, not only will be physical, it will be spiritual also. Like we make wudu. 
that a person will make wudu without intention. So there's no reward for it. Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu, in his riwayat, is understood, a person makes a sunnat wudu, with the intention before that, and making wudu for salah. Then, Nabi alayhi salatu wa salam said, as long as your wudu will remain, the malaika will write for you good deeds free of charge. Free of charge. You do your work in the shop, and malaika are on duty writing for you reward because you made a sunnat wudu. So we can imagine a sunnat ghusal also. How to make a correct ghusal and to ensure many of us are staying in flats and apartments, toilet, bathroom, the shower, etc. The back not facing towards the qibla, the front not facing towards the qibla. So that in the bathroom and toilet, and after when you go to change, when you're removing clothing, putting on and removing, they're also very important. The back when you're unclothed, the back doesn't face towards the qibla, nor the front. Now because we move into flats, so already the toilet is there. So you're going to see the qibla which way. And we should maneuver accordingly, change our direction. So in the bathroom also, sitting down, then to wash ourselves, the right hand side first three times, then the left hand side three times, then the head to toe three times, to ensure every single strand of hair is wet, the inside of the ears, etc. And many parts of the body remain dry, we're not particular about it. Below the posterior, the buttocks over there, the water reaches there, behind the knees, behind our ears, the eye wells inside, water gets into there. Women folk have to be more particular. When it comes to their ghusl, they have long hair. So water has to go through, right through the scalp. So all these are the faraiz of ghusl. So how to make a proper sunnah ghusl on the day of Jumu'ah, then you'll find the day of Jumu'ah, the effect of this will be for the entire week. So we're starting off correctly. So what is this? The ghusl only. And also to ensure we don't use such products which are haram. They also you've got to be careful. The shampoos, the conditioners, the shower gels, etc. Sometimes we just buy them off the shelf, we're not concerned. So to be particular what we are using also, when we're taking a bath, and not to be extravagant in the water, how much we use. We know right now, in certain parts of the world, our families in Gaza right now, for one, one drop of water, they're giving them filthy water to drink. Allah has given us pure, clean water. So there to be particular how much water we use. Our children sometimes empty the geezers. 150 liters of water gone to waste. Allah Ta'ala give us understanding. Allah so many na'amas to be shukr for them. And to use them now in accordance to the sunnah. To one is the sunnah, the ghusl only. That, that we take care that is according to the sunnah. To teach our children also. That after we finish, then to dress as, as quick as possible. They also the right leg, the left leg, the du'as to be read. The sunnah du'as. Alhamdulillah, الذي كسانيه ورزقنيه من غير حول مني ولا قوة. To learn these du'as, such simple du'as. Person, ulama say, person had such a product in the shop, wasn't very expensive. Or somebody offered him a big price for it. He said, what a luck today. The cost was this much and I made so much of profit. Here simple du'a, Nabi Ali Salatu Wasalam said, simple du'a, you read Allah forgives all your innocence. Just on wearing, I have to wear clothing, but I just attach the sunnah dua, all gunas are maf, forgiven. Now I'm coming for Salat of Jumu'ah with a clean slate. So one is taking a bath, then applying ithar on the day of Jumu'ah. You say, apply your own ithar. Whatever ithar a person has by him, apply that. And not such a scent also that will cause taklif to anybody. So something which is something neutral. That's an Islamic scent. 
Islamic ithar that is mentioned in the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ambar, Musk, Ud, Zafaran, all these are mentioned in the ahadith and riwayat. Those type of scents and ithar and fragrance that will create an Islamic environment, not a romantic environment. Those scents that will attack the malaika, not the opposite gender. Now Islamic ithar has become perfumes. The purpose behind it, one alim asked a person, what is the purpose of applying itar? Ma maqsadu tib. So the alim replied and he says the maqsad, the purpose of applying itar is to smell good. Sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The beautiful reply this Arab person says, he says, maqsadu tib as-salawat al-habib. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The purpose of good scent is to recite the rood upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That when you smell something good, then I think to myself, oh my Allah, how my Nabi must have smelled. How beautiful is sin, natural sin. That now you are, you are encouraged. You have no, no, no choice and chance except to recite durood upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa So every sunnah that I bring, you say, if really you know, judge yourself, whether you're doing it according to sunnah, or you're doing it as a sunnah, then at that moment, how many durood you read? Whether tying the imama, whether buying a kurta for my child, at that moment, what am I doing it for? What's the need behind it? The need is sunnah, then I'm reading the Sharif. And how close it can be to the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu So one is the ghusl, applying itar, mustahab to wear white clothing, on the day of Jumu'ah, and show our kurtas above the ankles also. They're not covering our ankles, which is not permissible. Anything below the ankles, the revival of Bukhari Sharif, anything below the ankles will be the fire of Jahannam. Allah Ta'ala save us. Oh, it's a serious a serious offense, violation of the sharia to wear any garb below the ankle. And then the hadith sharif says that to come early for Salat al-Jumu'ah, as early as possible to come to the masjid. And then they say to come walking as far as possible. Here we park our cars, we take a walk, make need of sunnah also. Then to come in the masjid and not causing harm to anyone. Come quietly. If uh, this place in the front surf or some place second, third surf, people haven't fooled it up, then I can come to the front. But there is no place, then a person will jump over the shoulders of people is a permissible, causing taklif. Then to sit as close as possible to the imam, to the khatib. Not to play fools, not to speak, not to interfere with the beard, with the carpet, etc. Person does his few actions, take a ghusl, applies itar, he wears his best clothing, he comes walking as far as possible, he comes early, he sits close to the imam. He doesn't cause taklif to anybody. Nabi Ali salatu wasalam said, Allah will grant him the reward. Upon every step that he takes, the reward of one year's nafil ibadat. You even you haven't done it yet, Allah says it's yours. What can nafil ibadat? Qabul accepted. Second reward, Allah will give you the reward of one year's nafil roza and fast. You didn't even keep it, Allah says it's yours, it's done. Imagine the boss says now you just do the six, seven.